picture yourself in a boat on a river with tangerine trees and marmalade skies. Somebody calls you, you answer quite slowly. A girl with kaleidoscope eyes. Cellophane flowers of yellow and green towering over your head. Look for the girl with a sun in her eyes. And she's gone! She's gone. She's gone. This is episode 23. Come on. Why? Why do you wait till I was eating? <laughs> because that's what I do. It's episode 23. Ryan's eating. Episode 20. <laughs> yes. Off to great, great start. We have a lot of snacks left over. We have tons of snacks left over. For those of you who don't know, uh, yesterday was Lollapazoola 2008. Lollapazoola 2008. Yeah. Uh, and I'm impressed by you, Ryan Hecht, because uh, first of all, you can now say Lollapazoola easily. That's and, and A. When it was first, when that word was first coined by, by Amanda, the unparalleled parallel verse engineer. We couldn't get anybody's nicknames out. Because every time I said anybody's name, yeah. people started to applaud. Yeah, well, that, that did happen. But anyhow, uh, Amanda coined the name for our tournament. And when she first did that, you couldn't say the name. You were unable to. You kept saying La Yeah, you just you got totally confused. And now you say it easily, as easy yes. as your own name. What was the other thing you were impressed about? Uh, so that was A. And two, two, I was impressed. <laughs> uh, now, now two and a half, I'm impressed that you knew I was going to do two next. But yeah, I've listened to the old show. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Should we just re-air an old show? At what point do we go into aren't, syndication? Aren't we doing that right now? Oh, this is an old this show? This is an old show. Oh, this is, what, episode one, and we just sort of overdubbed the one with 23? Is that what we did? Yes, we overdubbed. We overdubbed? Can we overdub? <laughs> I don't know. Can you overdub? I think I can. Can you? Probably not. I still think we should release a version of the podcast where what we're doing on the show is in one track, and then like you can make that track a lot quieter and have another track that's commentary. We need a commentary track. Let's we, do it. You and I, or maybe we should have other people comment on the podcast. While, like who? I don't know. Who would be good for that? Our wives? Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> what they would do would be turn it off and then go watch the closer. That's what they would do. They do like the closing. No, the other thing I was impressed by was how well you handled the tournament. Not that I thought you were going to handle it poorly, but it was just, it was great. Like, you were you were on, you did your thing, and well, uh, I, it was very entertaining, it was very in control. I thought I was impressed with you. Well, I don't want to make do? this into a big love fest. No, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I'm too busy eating leftover snacks. But, but uh, well, for, first, I mean, first we should say that it was a rousing success. We had more people than we thought were going to come. Yes, I thought, like, four people were going to come. You thought four people were going to come. I thought we'd maybe have nine or ten. Yeah, and we had uh, 28 participants. 28 paid people. No, we had 28 participants. But... There were a number of people who paid and never showed up. I'm talking about actual gameplay on the day. We had 28 people do the puzzles. Oh, okay. That's what I mean. Okay. But then Ellen was there. And right. There were 32 people in the room. 32 people in the room, which is and, more than I, I... Right. So you and me and your wife and I guess 33 at the beginning because my wife was there and Ellen and none of us did the puzzles. Right. Uh, uh, but let me just get back to what I was going to say is that you came up with the scoring uh 
situation. The scoring, what is the word? System is the system. word you're looking for. System, system. not situation. <laughs> no, it's not the scoring situation. <laughs> uh, you came, we, well, you came up with it, I mean, with very little input from me. You pretty much... Is this bad that I'm eating sun chips no, while no, we no. do the... You so. stopped, I mean, the first thing you did, one, is that you stopped me from using any of my bad ideas. I did do that. I did successfully stop you. <laughs> B, you came up with the scoring system, which was turned out to be brilliant and worked incredibly smoothly, even though we it was like a last-minute thing. I mean, we came up with the scoring system like 10 like, hours before... Yeah, yeah, about 2 a.m. We came up with the scoring system, and then we started at noon, so and you 10 were, hours. And now. you sat there with your laptop in the front of the room, and... The whole thing. I mean, you know what I felt like? I felt like a like a standardized testing proctor. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit that's, like that. That's what I felt like. I yeah. was sitting there with my little stopwatch, facing the room full of people, not talking, working their pencils, and and I had to say things like, "There are five minutes remaining." <laughs> anyway, I thought you were brilliant as well. Well, thank you. We were both uh, apparently brilliant. And uh, for those of you who attended the uh, Lollapazoola. Thank you so much for Thank coming. You. We had a great time. Hope you had a great time. Uh, we're going to probably try to do something like this again at some point. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how we can uh, how we can top it. This was uh, it was this, brilliant. This was great. Um, and and our great constructors, the puzzles that they came up with were wonderful. Yes. Um, we, we had Mike Nothnagel. Mike Nothnagel uh, was there and solved all the puzzles except the one he had created. Right. And his was uh, compromising positions. Do we talk about what happened in the puzzles? Should do we? we? I don't know. Well, I don't think we have to go into incredible detail since people... I mean, you can download them from our site. They're available on the on our site. They're going to be available from X-Word Info at some point. Yep, uh, that's true. Uh, well, Mike's puzzle then had a follow-up game where certain clues uh, explained what you had to do in a follow-up game. Um, and uh, what else? Doug Peterson uh, had a puzzle where the instructions in the grid then... What you had to uh, eat a cookie. Yeah, you eat a cookie. Do you have any cookies? How about sun chips? Can I eat sun chips? I have Doritos right now. Yeah, I have sun chips. We bought, like, we went to Costco and bought tons of snacks. Yeah. Apparently, you thought that everybody was going to need to eat everything all day long. Right. I, I usually overbuy when it comes to food. <laughs> what was that? Are you nodding? Yeah, I'm nodding. You nod on the radio. My mouth is full of chips. <laughs> um. But I guess the radio. Is this, this isn't on the radio. Is that this isn't called? This isn't technically the radio. This is not technically the radio. It's the airwaves, though, isn't it? No. No. Oh. I, we I mean, radio. only if you have wireless internet, is it the airwaves? Well, people have that. It doesn't make it the radio. In my mind, it makes it the radio. Where are you? The 1930s. What? How is this the 1930s? I'm in a room with computers. What computers? This is not I have the, no computers. This is not Who the, are you? What are you doing in my house? Get out of here. This is not the ENIAC. Stop it. I'm drinking my Capri Sun. <laughs> Capri Sun was not as big a hit as I thought it was going to be. It was not. It's also not as good as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It I, sort of tastes like just crappy fruit punch. Yeah. Uh, do we want to say the big news? Well, I guess part of the big news of the tournament. The big news of the tournament. I guess the uh, big surprise. We had a surprise visitor. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, a surprise visitor. Exactly. Yeah, the the great puzzle master uh, extraordinaire himself, Will, Will Shorts. Shorts. Will Shorts came by, uh, stopped in for what about half hour, forty five minutes, and uh, 
solved one puzzle. Did one puzzle and uh, observed Mike Nothenagel's follow-up game. He came at the right time. He did. He definitely came at sort of what was the high point of the day, yeah. I think. And, uh, yeah, the the... I don't know. It was a good time. It was. And it was uh, amazing that he came, and it was amazing that... Oh, and, of course, uh, Ellen Ripstein, who helped us test solve the leading up to the tournament. Just and fantastic. sat there all day and judged and scored the puzzles. Yeah, and, and seemed fine with it the whole time. And she provided guidance. She's, she's provided guidance for since we started the whole inception. Yeah. Started the inception? Is started that... the inception? I don't think that's what you mean. Uh, <laughs> started the beginning? Sure. You started the beginning of the onset of the inception. <laughs> wow, that was very quick. I am um, quick. Uh, and then sat there. <coughs> okay. God. You Maria. can't even get one sentence out, and I was just very quick. You were. I was. Uh, don't point at me. This is the radio. <laughs> Sorry. I'll just nod. Okay. And uh, yes, so she was great. So it was, a, and everybody seemed to have a good time. Everything went brilliantly. Yeah. And uh, I think nobody was more surprised than the two of us. I was incredibly surprised. Shockingly surprised. Absolutely. I think we should move on, though. I, I don't like the hour-long shows where we just meander and talk no, about no. nothing. So let's get going. We're going to do viewer mail. Yes. And I think to start off the viewer mail, we're actually just going to read the first viewer mail <laughs> without any singing or opening of the mailbag, right. and it's because of the first viewer mail. The first viewer mail uh, comes from somebody known as The Wife. Yes. And The Wife has said, Please ask Ryan to stop snapping while singing viewer mail. It makes me want to rip my face off. <laughs> Many thanks, The Wife. Now... So this is, this is, of course, your wife. This is my wife. This is your wife who has written to us. This is what she had to say. This is it. and, and uh, An hour-long show. And this is what she had to say. It's a, yeah, and 22 episodes, and this yes. is what she has to say. Has she listened to any of the shows? Yeah, she listened to, she listened to a couple of the shows. Yeah? Yeah. And she doesn't like the snapping. Apparently. Has she told you this in person, or has she only told you this via <laughs> our show's She hasn't email? actually mentioned it in person. No, she hasn't? <laughs> no. She mentioned it to me in person. Really? Yeah, I saw her yesterday. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> she was hanging out at this tournament. These oh, two right. nerds did a crossword tournament. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, she. Well, when I sing in the apartment and do any type of musical number, yeah, she doesn't like it. And the cats also run out of the room, and whatnot, and it just disturbs the whole equilibrium of the of our living space. I very much would like to visit your apartment sometime when you're doing a musical number. <laughs> I had no idea that your apartment was like a, a cabaret hall. Oh, yes. And what kind of musical numbers do you do? Just various things. Like what? Theme songs to Alias and that kind of thing. <laughs> Alias has a theme song? Yeah, Alias has a theme song. How's it go? I can't remember. Yes, you can. How's it go? No, I really can't remember. The Alias, Alias the television show. No, Alias the uh, radio play. <laughs> I'm just clarifying and making sure. There's lots of titles that have been used multiple times. Titles in the world. Titles of shows are also titles of books and titles of movies and titles of songs. I'm just making sure so, wait, that when you say uh, alias, you're referring to the J.J. Abrams created television program starring Jennifer Garner. Name a book that has a theme song. I want you to sing the theme song from Alias. There is no theme song. No, but there's a little dance that goes around so wait, along with wait, it. Wait, 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 wait. Your argument for why I should have known it was the television show is because A, books don't have theme songs, and two, Alias does. Alias does what? Have a theme song. 
What does that have to do with books? Oh my god, you are useless here. <laughs> Go back to sleep. Go fish wrangle. Oh, fish wrangle. Fish if wrangling. If you're on Facebook and you're fish wrangling, you must join my crew. <laughs> Am I right? That, that statement in itself right there. That's our whole show. If you're on Facebook and you're fish wrangling, you must join my crew. Fantastic. Come join my crew. All right, so now we've established that the wife doesn't like the snapping. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. I wanted to say Alias, the music in Alias was written by Michael Giacchino. Michael Giacchino also did the score to The Incredibles. It's a fantastic composer. Suddenly you know all, all about this Alias theme song. I have known about the Alias music for a while. There is no theme song. No, there might be theme music. It's a but song. It's not. A, there's nobody singing. That's what makes a song. If there's singing. That's it. If there's no singing, it's not a song. Really? Yeah. It can't just be a song. No. It's like it, an instrumental song. It's not a song. Really? If there's no singing, it's not a song. I disagree. Okay. All right. So. Let's agree to disagree. I don't like that statement. Why not? Uh, our next viewer <laughs> mail. Dude, we, we're not... I don't, <laughs> so the theme music... There, so you could say theme music. To viewer mail. We're not doing that? Oh, do you have another version of it that doesn't involve snapping? No. So then what are you going to do? <laughs> well, I thought... I, we're... But our show is being dictated by our viewer mail? Maybe? I don't know. Uh, how many people listen to our show? Like, approximately none. Right. And if one of them deigns to write to us and tell us to do something, I think we should do it. So I'm not snapping anymore. I don't know. All right. What do you want to do instead? Do you want some piano accompaniment I, for your viewer mail? Let's hear from other viewers if they like the... Let's get a consensus. I don't know that we can. Don't you need, like, at least two people to well, have a consensus? Yeah. All right. So the the viewer mail theme song is on hiatus this week. Okay, no viewer mail theme song right now, but we'll move on to the next viewer mail, which is from uh, Patrick Blindauer. Who was at the tournament. He was at the tournament yesterday, and Patrick Blindauer tells us, uh, just a quick note, uh, quick thanks for the awesome event you threw. Uh, you really made it happen. Congrats. Yes. We really did make it happen. We did. Although, you know what we haven't done yet? Hmm. We haven't paid for it. No. <laughs> we, we somehow left the church without paying for the event. Right. I don't know how we got away with that. But we did. But we should go back and do that. Oh, well. Anyway, Patrick had a great time. He joined us for dinner afterward, and, uh, and that was wonderful. So Patrick is very interesting because uh, he makes his living constructing crosswords. I find that to be fascinating. I don't know you could make a living doing that. I didn't know either. Who does he construct them for? He constructs them for the New York Sun. Yeah. And for, uh, he's, he's with Fra Francis Heaney and Peter Gordon. And uh -huh. the three of them, I, I could, I'm not exactly sure how, what the setup is, but they work at the Sun and they work at a, at a division of books that's owned by Barnes & Noble. And they put out something like 30 books a month crossword books huh. and they construct the puzzles and he is one of the three people who does that and he makes his living doing it wow and it's fascinating to me i did i didn't know that was an option a life option i i didn't either do you want to change your careers well i've never constructed a puzzle and and no nor could i do i think i could do it well enough to <laughs> make a living. have you ever constructed a sentence <laughs> oh my god uh right so i but he was fascinating 
He was fascinating. He was lots of fun. I think you could do it. He's a former actor, right? He is, but I'm a current actor. Are you? Well, what are you in right now? <laughs> I'm doing a show. I'm doing a show. You're doing a show? Yeah, but I'm show. I'm doing a. I'm doing a, the Cherry Orchard. I didn't know this. Well, it's it's not until November. Where? At the Columbia Columbia uh, the Directors Program, the MFA Directors Program. Columbia University. Yes. New York City. Yes. Fantastic. Thank you. You're going to be in the Cherry Orchard in November. In November. You're going to be playing a part of a tree. Yes. There are trees in the orchard, and yes. you are a tree. And that... I and I spend the whole show getting plucked. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. All right. Well, I'm not really sure what to do now. And the show comes to a screeching halt. <laughs> the show has come to a screeching halt. Um, we, uh, we have other viewer mail. We have other viewer mail. Um, we have a viewer mail from... Uh, this is actually in the form of a comment, but we're going to do it as a viewer mail. Uh, it is from Prof. Phil. Prof. Phil. Maybe we'll call him Professor Phil. Okay. I don't know. Do you think that's what Prof. Phil is I think about? It, I think so. Professor Phil. Hi. Enjoy your blog. As a Times crossword puzzler, I would have liked to join you in Lollapazoola. However, as a Jewish Sabbath observer, Saturdays are out. No traveling except walking and no writing. Wondering if the next Lollapazoola can fall on a Sunday. Well, I don't know. I don't see any reason why it couldn't fall on a well, Sunday. Well, the reason I decided to make it on a, a Saturday, or, or suggested making it on a Saturday, is because I figured we were going to do it in a church. Well, that's true. Churches tend to be crowded on and Sundays. And we picked the church we picked particularly, well, two reasons particularly. First, because it's near where we live, but also it's the church where uh, Scrabble was invented. Yes. And you're right, a Saturday is a better day than a Sunday to try to use the extra spaces in a church. Yes, but this church is different from other churches because it's got a whole school attached to it. Okay. I mean, it's not just a church basement. We weren't just in a church basement? It seemed like a church basement. Well, it seemed like there was more... <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> All these snacks have given me a little gas. Oh, oh dear God. I worry about it. Wow. Um, this uh, show is going very well. Well, we can... I'm fine with putting it on a... I mean, I think I would prefer it to be on a Sunday myself. You would have an easier time on a Sunday because you work nights and you're still exhausted by the time right. Saturday comes I would And I would have loved to have all Saturday to prepare. All right. Well, Sunday. you know what, uh, Professor Phil? We will aim to uh, do the next one on a Sunday. We'll see if we can. I, no no guarantees, no promises. Right. It's going to also depend on your schedule and my schedule and right. the church's schedule, if that's where we choose to have it again or if we go to a different location for the next one. Right. Uh, I don't know. So, yeah, and while we're on the subject, I mean, would definitely want to do it again uh well I, I think we could talk about doing it again yeah and i i but we don't know when we don't know when we don't know what it would entail and you know, we'll, we'll, so we'll see we'll figure be, it out but at some point in the future all right some point in the future uh in the meantime uh we also just got a, a viewer mail in the form of a comment from philly solver yes who was also philly there. solver came all the way up from uh where's he from <laughs> Uh, he's from uh, Solver, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Excellent. Um, and uh, he says, uh, just dropping by to add my thanks for the fun afternoon. I would have stayed for dinner, but the last bus to Philly... Oh, he's from Philly. He's oh. not from Solver. The last bus to Philly left at 6.30. Anyway, um, 
he says, I think the ACPT is its own event, but based on this great experience, next year it should be called Lollapazoola, the Recreational Crossword to- Tournament, LRCT. Interesting. Uh, uh, well, it was recreational. Well, it, was. It, was, it was nice. I think it was a little more, it was both more relaxing and less relaxing than the ACPT. It was more relaxing because there were fewer people and less stress and mm-hmm. it wasn't very important. Mm-hmm. Less relaxing because we did it all very quickly. Yes. Oh, well. And uh, Philly Solver points out that Oreos were served, but Oleo was missing. It was. Now, you were down in that room. It was pretty warm in there. It was. Don't you feel like if we had Oleo available, it might have just melted and gone everywhere? <laughs> I think so. I, and what would we have had it with? I mean, who eats Oleo by itself? Well, you just spread it on stuff. Like what? Sun chips? Sun chips? Doritos? Yeah. I wouldn't spread it on sun Capri chips. Capri Sun? Ew. Well, the Capri, if you spread it on the Capri Sun, it would, it would grease the entry of the straw. Oh my god. You're just saying some of the worst things ever. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? Um, yes. So we might call it that. Alright. I think that's about it for the viewer mail. Yes. Uh, the viewer mail ba- mailbag is, is closed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the saddest, the saddest ever. <laughs> end of the viewer mail. I don't even know what to do next. I feel like we should just end the show right here. What else is there to do? The puzzles! Yeah. We have a week in puzzles. We do have a week in puzzles. It begins Monday, August 18th, 2008. With Paula Gamash. Paula Gamash designed this puzzle. It was edited by Will Shorts. Will Shorts... Attendant. Attendant. Oh, Lala <laughs> yes. I think that's his, that's his nickname. Will Shorts. Attendant. That's it. Just attendant. Uh, so this uh, this puzzle had a theme, but I couldn't for the life of me tell you what it was. Body heat. Last letter. Last letter. Air ball. Center dead line. Head. Oh, no. Deadhead. Deadhead. This head. is... Uh, the other theme answers... Oh, you could the put... The first part could uh, have dead and the second... <laughs> no. No, the first part could have dead and head... No. No, the first and second part could have dead and... Oh, I got it now. I got it now. I got it now. I got it. Deadhead. The first part of... (laughs) You don't have it at all. aren't you? You're just going to keep trying. Both parts! <laughs> oh, Paula Gamache, I wish you were listening. I just wish you were listening. Both parts of the theme happening. clues can have dead at the head of him. <laughs> so, for instance, body heat. Dead body, dead heat. Yes. Air ball. Dead air, dead ball. Yes. And thusly. And thusly. That's it. That was it. That was uh, that. Was that. Uh, this so that, also this puzzle featured the Expos. Did we talk about this puzzle already? Well, I think there was a puzzle from the week before that also featured the Expos. We like the Expos. Yeah. Can you name anybody who ever played for the Expos? Yes. Who? Marquise Grissom. Okay, that's good. Tim, well, I guess well Tim Raines was the most famous Expo. Was he the most famous Expo? I think so. Really? Well, I think he played for them for the longest period of time as yeah. a big star. So he's he's like the the expo, he's the face of the expos. Well, I guess. Yeah. He was a leadoff hitter. He was a center fielder. Was he leadoff? I think so. He should go to the Hall of Fame, I think. Really? He had a lot of stolen bases. I don't think he should go to the Hall of Fame. All right, maybe not. I read some article that talked about how stolen bases really don't do a whole lot to help your team. 
I disagree. Uh, they're, they're more of a psychological help than they are of actually anything else. I disagree. Well, you can disagree all you want. Somebody statistically demonstrated how stolen bases uh, don't add as many runs over the course of a season as you might think. Well, I, that, I think it's kind of a psychological edge, though, don't you think? I, I think I said that very thing. <laughs> Tuesday, August 19th, by Harriet Clifton. What's how that? many puzzles of hair has Harry Clifton done? Uh, I don't know. Harriet Clifton, uh, four. What was the last one? Um, uh, June 11th, 2007. Oh, that was before we were doing this. It I was. didn't recognize the name. I didn't either. Uh, Harriet Clifton did a Tuesday puzzle about here. About cell phones. It was about cell phones. The well, long... I guess not necessarily about cell phones, but about phones. Well, it was about phones. Uh, it was a conversation between two people who can't hear each other on a phone. Uh, no. What are you talking about? It wasn't a conversation. Yes, it was. No. 20 across. You made that up. 20 across. It wasn't a conversation? Oh, no. I mean, maybe. I suppose it could be. It says, you're breaking up. Can you hear me now? I didn't catch that. I'll try redialing. Yeah. Yeah? I, I think it's all one person's. I think it's only half of a conversation. Oh, really? I think it's all the side of the person who can't hear the other one talking. I thought it was... One person says, you're breaking up, and then the other person says, can you hear wait, me wait, now? Wait, let's, wait, let's try to demonstrate this. All right. You're breaking up. Can you hear me now? I didn't catch that. I'll try redialing. I think that's a conversation. Let's try it again. Switch parts. All right. Oh, uh, um, <clears throat> you're breaking up. Can you hear me now? I didn't catch can that. Can you hear me now? I didn't catch How about that. now? Now, can you hear me now? <laughs> yes. What about now? Now, now you're coming in nicely. Yeah, that's not on the grid. <laughs> uh, I think it's a conversation. This this was fine. The long answers were cute. The rest of the grid, I have to say, a little generic. Uh, the one thing I had a problem with the, the, the theme, I'll try redialing. I don't think anybody says that. I don't either. The I, other thing... They say I'll call back. Yeah, or I'll try calling you back. <laughs> I had something else in my head, and then it came out exactly the way you said it. Yeah, okay. Uh, but yeah, it was fine. It was fine. Uh, I don't know that there was anything terribly special. It had another Tito in it. it how many Titos is that now? Um, Are I you think tracking the Titos? I think there's at least three Titos. I think you should do a Tito tracking. You know what? I forgot to track Friday's mention of Joe Torre. Last Friday, or this Friday? This this past Friday. Oh, you didn't put that on ago. the blog. Well, you didn't put it on the blog because they hadn't played their game yet, and you didn't do Saturdays. Not, and, uh, up until now, I have So did they win when Torre uh, was in the puzzle? Not so much. No? Do they win at all anymore? They're pretty much done with the winning. No, aren't they? no, they're not. They lost. I think didn't they just trade ten wins for an old pitcher? Isn't that no? The deal they, they just lost. Did? They just lost two in a row. It's okay. <laughs> I really I, check back with me in a month or so, but I, I feel like their their winning ways may be over. Oh, you do. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. Good to know. Yes. Uh, on Wednesday, August 20th, Alan E. Parrish had a puzzle in the New York Times. Yes. And uh, this puzzle, what did we have in it? Um, Jack. This Jack. Was all this about was all Jack. about Jack. You don't know Jack. <coughs> um, playing Excuse me, I the, have a sun chip caught in my... These are deadly, these snacks. They are. They're killing me. So, Jack. Do you know Jack? Now, do you know the game You Don't Know Jack? I Did do. you ever play that game? I have. I like that game. I think it's all right. I thought it was a lot of fun. I had all the different versions of it. Oh, really? Yeah. I had You Don't Know Jack movies, You Don't Know Jack sports. I had, uh, like, then there was, like, version one, version two, version three. You Don't Know Jack the Ride. You Don't Know Jack Dementia. There, were, there was a whole slew of them. 
Uh, are they online? No, they're not online, and the company that made them all has gone out of business or something. And uh, Maybe they're online. There might be some version of it that's online. online, but it's not all the games. It's only, like, the original game uh -huh. or something. Or maybe it's different now. It was a year ago that I last looked for it. Really? Yeah. But it is online. Well, it's not the same. I guess not. You go for it? <laughs> I'm an Oreo. Okay, you're eating an Oreo. So this was uh, all different things that were... Uh, the clue was just Jack. Jack, all different... Well, the clue wasn't Jack, yeah, was it? Yeah, it was. No, the clue was C55 Down. Oh. 55 Down was Jack. Uh, so we had Lifting Tool. Matadors. Matadors is Jack? No, sorry. I don't think so. Uh, <clears throat> we had uh, Lifting Tool. Playing Card. Playing Card. We also had uh, Male Donkey and Plug Insert. <laughs> yeah? Which one of those are you giggling about? The combination of the two. Male Donkey and Plug Insert. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, so that was uh, that was Wednesday. Uh, I don't know what else to say about it. Mm -hmm. I've moved on. Mm -hmm. Thursday, Gary J. Whitehead. Uh, Will Shorts, uh, this puzzle was a... Uh, what was the gimmick here? Have oh, the, oh. Why have we forgotten everything about these puzzles? I don't think I did this one. Did I do this puzzle? Yeah, you did. Go oh, down. I get it. 68 across was eternal, and a hint to four other clues. It was ageless. This is clever. So you took some term, and you removed age from the term, and you ended up with something else. So 19 across was musical group that stays together. Adhesive band. Exactly. Instead of adhesive bandage. And 34 across faith healing service. Mass therapy instead of massage therapy. 42 across, stadium's dome. Sports cover instead of sports coverage. And 55 across, a donation to the Salvation Army. Garb disposal instead of garbage disposal. Uh, yeah, so that was that. Yeah, that uh, was clever. That was, that was fun. That was fun. This had a couple of things in it that I, I didn't know. I got stuck in a few spots. but I got stuck with Kampala. Yeah, I got stuck with Pacers, which I, I wasn't happy with. It's a basketball thing, and I think I know sports. I was sure that the Pacers' uh, home stadium had changed names and was now, you know, some... I, I thought it was something else. What is it? The Conseco Fieldhouse. But I thought... I thought it was Conseco. Uh, that's the former baseball player, Jose Conseco. <clears throat> this right. is Conseco. Um, uh, I thought they were both Conseco. I don't think so. They're not spelled the same way. Why is it called a Fieldhouse? That sounds like something you play outdoors. I'm not sure. When I was in college, the gymnasium was called the Field House. Really? Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. Well. Or maybe it's a house that houses a field. It had a basketball court inside. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know either. Well, Friday, the 22nd of August, uh, this puzzle was designed by Kevin G. Durr. I guess this was the big puzzle of the week. This was the popular puzzle of the week because Kevin G. Durr set a New York Times record for the fewest black squares in a grid. Yeah. You he, talk about it. Well, he had 18. For those of you who've seen Wordplay, which I assume is most of you, there's a big segment in the movie about how the record for black squares in a 15 by 15 grid is 19. Designed by? Uh, who is it designed by? Manny Nazowski. Manny Nazowski. Yes. This sound is me cleaning up my snack wrappers. <laughs> Thank you for letting us know. Yeah. So anyway, there's a big segment on it about how uh, Manny Nazowski got down to 19. Yes. And all of a sudden, Kevin G. Durr, <clears throat> yeah. Friday, August 22nd, has gotten it down to 18. He has. And I think people, for the most part, people were were happy but slightly unsatisfied with some of the fill. Yeah. But I think people gave 
him a pass on a lot of it just because he got the uh, the record. Now, I feel like insiders might give him a pass because it's the record, and I feel like people who aren't part of the uh, sort of inner circle of crossword solvers... Might or, just be irritated you know, by some of the film. I would think so. I would think the people who don't care about the blogs and don't care about our podcast and don't care about the ACPT and, and are just, just doing the puzzle, I just think they're going to... get upset by unsafer? They might get upset by unsafer. And unshut? And unshut. Uh, these were two words I particularly did not like. Well, I don't think anybody liked them. No. But it, you know, it's impressive to have so much white space in the grid. That's fantastic. I just, uh, I don't know. I mean, it broke the record, but it also used a number of words that I'm not terribly well, excited about. Was it worth it to you? I don't know. It also had imaginer. I don't, I don't know about imaginer. Yeah. I didn't care about imaginer. If it was something clever that was imaginer, then that maybe I'd give it. But idea person. Yeah. Is an imaginer? Well, uh, I the, don't know about that. The clue for unsafer was. <clears throat> The clue for unsafer was interesting, and it kind of broke some standard cluing rules, and it was a little risque, the clue. Yes. Uh, the, what was the clue? Uh, it was condomless at... vis-a-vis protected. Yes, exactly. So that was interesting. Of course, then lower down on the uh, clue list was 51 across, pro at protection, which of course made me think it was going to be related to that other clue, <laughs> and I didn't know what we were going to be looking for. It turns out insurance broker. Yes. I had no idea insurance brokers were so good at safe sex. That, well, there you go. Apparently they are. Uh, they've read the uh, middle of the puzzle. I also had trouble with 53 across. Health form field. Nearest relative. Nearest relative. I blogged about this, but I want to talk about it again. Who? Wh- I've never seen this on a health form. No. Nearest relative? I mean, I know that like on TV dramas, they talk about next of kin, because they like get stuff that dead people leave behind, but... Like, nearest relative? Yeah. What, what am I doing? Nearest geographically, so that they can rush to the hospital if I have a problem? Or nearest most important to me, because they're the one whose opinion is going to matter? Uh-huh. Like, what does that mean? Or nearest, nearest genetically? Or nearest genetically, the most similar to me? What does it mean, nearest relative? I don't know what it means. I've, I, I've written an emergency contact. Yeah. But I don't know nearest relative. Yeah. I, I've never seen it either. I think it could have been... Uh, Who is your nearest relative? Blood relative? I don't know. It just says nearest relative. Who's your nearest relative? Well, my nearest... Is my wife my relative? I don't know. Are you related to your wife? That sounds awful. Oh, God. That does sound awful. Yeah. But see, like, nearest, closest to, most emotionally attached to? Uh Uh-huh. Yes, my wife would then be my... I would put her down as the nearest relative. I'm not related to her, but she's certainly the one who I'm closest to. Right. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's a weird... uh, Nearest geographically? I, I think I have an uncle in Yonkers. I think it could have been maybe clued a little bit differently. Maybe. Yeah. Like if it was clued Uncle in Yonkers. Or, <laughs> yeah. Or like Brian's uncle, vis-a-vis Yonkers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think... Do you maybe. think that would have worked? So Kevin G. Durr, uh, explain to me how this works. But, I mean, it was... And a- also explain why your last name isn't Euclid. I yeah. really thought it was Kevin G. Euclid. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Okay. It was... It was uh, impressive, though. It was very impressive. Sets the record. It does set the record. Freshness factor of 86. That's not bad. No, that's, that's pretty good. Saturday, August 23rd, Nathan Last. This, uh, you, well, you did this in 14 minutes, I apparently. did. I did this in 14 minutes. I found this a lot easier than the Friday puzzle. I did not. Uh, I, I was able to, I got off to a really fast start, I think. I got a lot of the top left very quickly. 
Uh, I started obituaries was the first thing that I was able to put in. Late news, question mark. See, you know what I put? What do you think I put for late, late news? Uh, I don't know. Because it fits. It fits in the it thing. It does? What is it? What'd you put? I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. That is very clever. And I put that and I thought, I'm a brilliant, brilliant that human being. That is very, very clever. Right? That, that should be, in a, you could design a puzzle. Have that as one of your clues. <laughs> well, it's all my wrong answers. Yep. Uh, so I had that in there forever. And I, yeah. and I couldn't get that rid of totally it. That would totally get in the way because none of those letters is correct. No, none of them correct. And, I, and for eight down, I think translator's problem. Yeah. I put slang. Cause yeah, because the A then was that there. That fit yeah. with pregnant. So I had that up there, and I thought, well, I'm really onto it now. But yeah, I thought of slang also up there. Um, but I got obituaries quickly. Somehow I got plasticine. Which How I, did you get plasticine? I don't know. I must. I just must know that song well enough that that registered for me. You know what we have to do? What? At the beginning of the show that everybody has already listened to, we should put William Shatner singing Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. At the beginning of this show? Yes. So people will have, by, by now, what we really should be saying is, oh, by the way, how about William Shatner at the beginning of our episode? Is that, what we should have said? Is I, that how I should have said it? Well, if, if we're planning after the fact to overdub him at the beginning. <laughs> what is this overdub? I don't know. Would you rather underdub? We could underdub it. <laughs> how does that work? I don't know. I've never tried. Uh, well, that's what we should do at the beginning. Or that's what we have should have done. Okay. That's what we should have. Hey, how about William Shatner at the beginning? Unbelievable! Wow. That is the funniest thing I've the ever. The problem heard in my with life. doing it this way is, what if we can't find a recording? Oh, we'll of it? find it. Oh, we will. Yes. We're not allowed to. It's copyright infringement. What? We're not allowed to use it on our podcast. We can use a snippet. We can. Uh, yeah. We how, can use how a snippet. snipped? We can use a snippet. Okay. Uh, or we will have a used a snippet. We will have. <laughs> yes. Um, one that stuck out for me, and I didn't get quickly enough at all 24 across headmaster of literature i was so sure i was thinking about like somebody who had a somebody massive from... library or whatever and <laughs> <laughs> instead who, who 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 do you know who has a massive library who is a headmaster i don't know i don't know but of course it was dumbledore dumbledore See, from I... the amazing harry potter uh I... trilogy what how First, many books are there i think it was a trilogy okay um I oh do we have a comment? No, don't worry about it. Just say what you were gonna say. Oh, um, I thought Harry Potter first. You're not paying attention to me. You thought Harry Potter first, and uh, but I haven't read any of the books. Why not? Nor have I seen any of the movies. Well, the movies are yeah, but the but books I are good. I haven't seen them, but I immediately thought if of, English is your first language, you can probably get through the first book in like an hour and a half. Yeah, but that would be an hour and a half that I could be fish wrangling. You could be, except you can only fish wrangle once every 15 minutes. But you can you can plan out your next move <clears throat> during those 15 minutes. You can? Yes. All right, well, I'm going to fish wrangle right now. Let's see what you get. Let's see what I catch. This uh, is very exciting. Caught a two-ounce QB fish worth 53 points and 77 wow. gold. That's pretty awful. That's not very good. No, there's not much there. Um, but So I immediately thought Harry Potter, but I don't know... Harry that, Potter doesn't fit. I, but the book's Harry Potter. Harry Potter is one too many letters. The book's Harry Potter, okay. but I didn't. I haven't read the book, so I didn't know what the name of it was. Uh, well, I'm telling you, you should read the books. And I, I really like. And the I books. wasn't sure that it fit under the category of literature. I thought literature was just sort of. I guess so. Any book. When I see literature in a crossword puzzle, I I immediately think of the classics. Yes. Well, at what and, point and, and, will Harry I, Potter become a classic? I, and wait, and I don't mean to be. I don't mean to sound snooty because I read lots of books that wouldn't be considered literature, and I. And I enjoy them. 
I so I, I think okay. I, I came off as being snooty. Just you did. Then. You did. Come I don't. Off as I don't mean snooty. to be snooty. I'll do what I can to edit this so that you I seem, seem snootier. I seem snootier. Yes, right. that's what I'll do. Uh, I I just I I mean I just never mind. Okay. Never mind. Well, never mind then. Uh, let's look at Sunday's puzzle, August twenty oh, fourth. We need a scissor. Uh, we don't have a scissor. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, but Sunday's puzzle, August 24th, no, we have a pair of scissors is what we have. I don't like that. Well, that's what this is. It is how a pair is it, of scissors. How is it a, how is it a pair? Then show me the one scissor. This is the one scissor. That's a scissor. This is the other scissor. That's a scissor. Yes. How come you can't just buy a scissor? I'm holding two scissors. They are connected here in the middle. Yeah. And I can do that. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I no? don't know. I think that, to me, that's a scissor. This is two scissors. I disagree. Okay. You're wrong, but okay. Are we, so are, this puzzle, also by Kevin G. Euclid, what, are you going to cut it out and yeah, do the thing? Yeah, you talk about the puzzle right, for a moment, go. and I'll cut it out. Good. Uh, so this was a larger-than-average Sunday puzzle. Uh, it was 23 was squares it really? tall, or 23 squares wide. That and the other right. interesting thing is that its symmetry is not diagonal. You wouldn't happen to have a left-handed scissor, would you? No. Uh, the symmetry is not diagonal, which is unusual. Most crossword puzzles have diagonal symmetry, which means if you were to... You know, essentially put a mirror along uh, the diagonal path from one corner to the other, the black squares would match. Would match. Would look uh, exactly the same. This, however, has, uh, I don't know what you call it, uh, horizontal symmetry. It's, uh, you'd put the mirror straight up and down to make the black squares match left to right. Right. So that's different from most crossword puzzles. It's also bigger. The Sunday Times is usually a 21 square puzzle. This is a 23 uh, and in it, the long answers are instructions that you can't get on your own, but you can with all the crossings. And they say, cut along the dotted line. I'm doing that now. Fold I'm... through each pair of numbers in the grid sequentially. Go throw the paper airplane. So right. essentially what you do is, uh, Ryan has now cut out the puzzle. I'm now... Uh, and now he's folding... Well, there, there are, are numbers in the puzzle. Yes, yeah, some of the clues have numbers in them. Eight across was... Uh, Belonging to, and it's as one of. So that's, and you just write in the one. The one, and uh, the one matches up then at the bottom of the grid, 149 across, uh, which was slay somebody, do one in. Then the twos, we had a two in the uh, right-hand edge there, 83 across. It, it follows the initial part of a procedure, step two. And the other two was, uh, where's the other two? Uh, uh, Can't find the other two. 113 across. 113 across was the other two. How one must win in ping pong by two. And then the threes, we had 78 across. Uh, need for the winner of a Wimbledon men's match. Three sets. And uh, what was the other three? Was uh, 109 across. Staples of early education. Three R's. Reading, writing, and... And, arith and arithmetic. And arithmetic. Uh, I should point out, all of these have down clues that go with them as well. I'm just doing the acrosses now. And that's because 127 across was great. Common hockey power play, five against four. Is that is That's that terrific, yeah. And that's really, really terrific. That is a great one. clue. Uh, the other five and four appeared in separate clues. So how are you doing with the folding? Um, I'm doing okay with the folding. Yeah. I, uh, I'm looking for the other... Where's the other four? There's a four here. There's a four at the very top. 13 across was a four. Where's the other four? July holiday with the fourth. Right, where's the, the other one? There was 127 across. It's the end of five against four. Oh. It's it's right under your thumb. Oh, okay. I got it. Uh, it was also 128 down, uh, like the majority of interstate highways, four lane. 
So this was uh, very clever here, and uh, Kevin G. Euclid slash Durr has designed I two puzzles this week. That's that's and, nice. And I think it's very impressive that he was able to get the the numbers at just the right places. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure he constructed the grid around that concept. And there you go. And now not, what do you have? Is a paper airplane? It's not huh? perfect, but it's well, a paper airplane. Well, throw the paper airplane. airplane. All That's right, what I'm, the says. I'm about to throw the paper airplane. All right, let's see how it does. Well, it floated, it wavered, and then it crash-landed in the corner the of the office. So Here's your scissor. I'd like both of them, please, or I'll stab you. <laughs> so this was impressive. This was. And the fill was, was good. It was. This was a good puzzle. Um, maybe my favorite of the week. I think this was Kevin G. Durr's week. It certainly was. Two big puzzles, both of them successful and unusual and a whole lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, this podcast has now lasted 43 minutes. All right, I think, I think we're, we're done. I think we are done. So we have lots of snacks. If you want to stop by, uh, go go to Ryan's house, and uh, he'll have lots of Oreos available right. to you. We're located just three blocks from Lollapazula. Absolutely. And uh, if you can't find him, just wander around the street screaming his name. He likes that. Yes. A snapping. Uh, yes, yeah, and snap, snap the whole way. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for everybody who came out to Lollapazoola. <laughs> and we are done. <laughs>